Welcome, Statement Show listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial. That's right, 30 days. Go to www.audibletrial.com forward slash the statement. You have 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. So cancel the account if you don't like it. Keep the audiobook. That's what Audible is doing for you for our Statement Show listeners. Go to www.audibletrial.com forward slash the statement and get your free audiobook today. Night Shift Crew Studios in the D.C. metro area. This is The Statement Show. The lights are on. This is Jackie Joy, and you are listening to the hottest podcast around, The Statement Show, with Terry James and Zach Gagey. You know what's your name, man, Dan Drops. I'm here for The Statement Show. The Statement Show's here for me. Hi, this is your naughty lifestyle expert, Jennifer Clare, and you're listening to The Statement Show. Welcome to another edition of The Statement Show. I'm Terry James. And I'm Zach Chahey. And we are the podcast that fits in no category. And we're coming back from a big hiatus for anybody who listens to the show, all two listeners out there. And yeah, it's been it's been a it's been a, a good year, but um, I'm thankful we're all doing well. Um, although I can't say the same for everybody out there with everything that's going on lately with the Baltimore riots, we're pretty close to that area. So yeah. it's kind of striking with all that news going on and it kind of puts you off a little bit. It's kind of hits close to home. We're really close to the DC metro area here. And there's, there's a lot of news I want to talk about a lot of th- kind of things that are hitting home, but that's one of the big things in our areas, the Baltimore riots. So have you been, have you been following that Terry? Um, I mean, I think it's been borderline impossible to not follow it. You know, it's just been all over CNN and I don't know. It, it's just been a real mess. I mean, I think, well, I, I, I don't know about you. I think, I think everyone sort of has the same, I shouldn't say everyone, but it's sort of, it sort of seems like everyone has that same thought process that look, if, if this really did happen and the cops were aggressive and obviously you know, they've now what I get. What did they say? Six officers have now been charged. I think oh, it was. Yeah, I'm not really sure what like uh, what the seriousness of the charges are right now. Maybe mm-hmm. you want to look that up. But um, right. I know two of the cops were arrested for not for bait or not arrested, but charged with. Um, I don't know if it was trying to stop what was going on, but basically they, they loaded him in there and they didn't secure him in the vehicle and they gave him what they call a rough ride. Now. Right. The rough ride, um, I'm, I'm assuming that is something that, that you give somebody for not cooperating. That's their way of kind of giving them a little hint of here's things, you know, here, here we go. Uh, we're just going to give you kind of a, an abusive treatment without officially doing it. I, I don't know if that's exactly what that, what they're trying to insinuate that is, but it certainly comes off like that's what happened. Um, I mean, they, the autopsy show that he had a bolt, uh, style, mm-hmm. uh, wound on his head that matched the bolt that was on the van so uh but it sparked off this whole riot and it started out as a protest i guess and then you had some opportunists that figured this is a good time to go out and start stealing shit and that's pretty much in my opinion what a riot turns into it loses its steam because nobody remembers you know people aren't really thinking about oh all right we're here because of what happened um what is his name freddie gray Right, Freddie Gray. So all they can think about is the fact that, hey, look, there's an opportunity for me to go steal a lot of shit. Even Mm -hmm. though everybody's been watching this, everybody's on camera. So when somebody goes out and steals something, they got your face. So they put hoods on. And now, of course, my favorite is the the mother (laughs) who went out and beat her son in front of all these people. Yeah, well, (laughs) I don't know how much you've been paying attention to it. But, you know, Fox News was all over it. They were saying... You know, oh, I can't, you know, I, I, well, I shouldn't say Fox. Every, everyone has kind of said that, you know, she's, she did the right thing. Then you have other people saying, we've heard the latest, right? No. They're looking, CPS is investigating for child abuse. Are you serious? Yeah. Ain't that a fucking thing? 
Wow. That's what this that's what this world has come to. You beat your kid in public, not beat him, beat him, but she smacked him a couple times, and I'm thinking he got off pretty lucky, to be honest with you, because the embarrassment alone is gonna be murder for him. But he got smacked upside the head by his mom, and now they're investigating her for child abuse. Right. Are you kidding me? She's yeah. actually out there getting her kid out of the riots, and this is the thing she's going to get. That's it, what this world has turned into. I don't get it. We're so PC, we're up each other's asses, and that's what drives me crazy. It's it's fucking ridiculous. It's you know, you're I mean, don't get me wrong. Look, I mean, maybe she could have grabbed, maybe she could have pulled yeah, I get all that, whatever. But here's my thing. If you don't know Baltimore and you don't know DC, uh, specifically Baltimore here, because this is what we're talking about. Oh the, yeah. The area that she was living in. And she even said this, you know, she, he literally, when he walks out the door, she doesn't even know if he's going to come home, you know? So, oh, you know, just some- in case anybody doesn't realize this, Baltimore city, if you are coming to visit, you're coming to the inner harbor. Mm-hmm. It's protected by cops. It looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. But if you go two miles one way or two miles the next way, you're not in Kansas anymore. It's right. a demilitarized zone. It's so bad crime. So it's not anywhere you're going to want to walk around. This is not a fact that's hidden. Everybody knows it. Right. And I mean, you could tell on the news that she was saying, I'm not I'm not going to allow him to be part of this. And I completely understand if that was in my neighborhood and one of my boys were doing that. I can't tell you I wouldn't have done the same thing because I probably would have done the same thing. Absolutely. I, I'm, I'm not going to sit around and tell, you know, her that she was wrong. I, I, okay, I get it. You know, I mean, and it was obvious that if you heard the the raw, uncut version of it, you know, she was like, you know, little motherfucker, get your, you know, I, I get that. Maybe it's not the the greatest way to speak to someone. I get that. Oh, I fuck understand. that. Tell when you're right in now. the middle of essentially riots at this point and you look out and you see your child throwing bricks at the police that you know the police have the ability can have the ability and will have the ability to do whatever they want to your child after there's already been an issue and several other issues in the news hey i you know sometimes you just got to do what you got to do i i your kids out there vandalizing he's wearing a ski mask okay come on you know your kids out there up to no good Mm -hmm. and she just she Lost her mind when she saw that. Can't believe right. her kids out there doing this. So I commend her. I commend her. I think she did a fantastic job and she did what she had to do. But unfortunately, the world we live in today, you can't do anything mm. anymore without mm-hmm. somebody having a criticism. Okay. This country is going to pot, in my opinion. Right. You know, everything that's going on, this is just the way the shit is going these days. No personal, there's no freedoms anymore. Half the stuff, it's everything is about being PC. You can't say anything without offending somebody, and then you got to go back and kiss their ass. Mm-hmm. Let me say something. If if you say something on the radio or a radio disc jockey or a TV personality says something that offends somebody, guess what? When they come back and apologize on air, they don't fucking mean it. They don't. It's give pretty a shit. obvious. They're doing no. it to save their ass. So what's the point? Nobody can speak their mind anymore. Yeah, I mean, you know, you say what you say, and most of the time you mean it. And then all of a sudden someone comes back and says, no, you can't say that. Well, that doesn't mean you you can apologize, but it still doesn't mean you didn't mean it. I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. Yeah, you did. You knew exactly what the fuck you meant. Plus, and, and let me say this now, and I have family members that are in the police department. I have friends that are in the police department, and I know there are are cops out there who don't make good decisions. And I know there are plenty of cops out there who make great decisions and do mm-hmm. really good job. Correct. The problem is you are not seeing the spotlight put on cops that are doing fantastic jobs all the time because they are doing their job. All you see are the ones that they don't like are Correct. the ones who make bad and poor decisions. And that's who you're seeing. And so it puts all police departments in a very bad light. People are always feeling as though the police are, treating them badly but you have to look at it from their perspective they have to deal with every situation as though this could end their life and they have to treat it accordingly so if you just follow directions then nothing you know you you shouldn't have anything come i'm not saying it's not going to because there's always going to be somebody out there that has a power trip and i don't know the altercation happened with freddie gray no he did not i mean he's they're being charged because basically he was he was arrested falsely they found the grounds that for which he had the knife. He he legally had the knife, so it wasn't illegal to have the knife that he had. 
basically, in my opinion, that's that's false imprisonment. But the fact they gave him the rough ride, he died of his re- result of his injuries. These are all things that play into that. So obviously, it does not paint the police department in a good light. Not at all. And hopefully, they'll get what's coming to them. You know, I I, I firmly think that. Yeah. You how, like do you get a, think, how do you get a jury of your peers now who right. don't know anything about I, I don't know. You know, especially. You have I to sequester them hmm. and put them in Alaska. It's going to be a mess. How, how are they going to get a fair trial? Or, you know, even if they, you know, I really don't know these days because, look, when a cop, it just seems as though they half the time they get off. You know, so I, I watched a great piece on YouTube about cops who speed off duty or going to different calls. And it's a great piece on, on YouTube. I, I, th- I want to say it was Dateline, something to that effect, but really, really good. And it just it was kind of ironic. Cops don't investigate other cops. <laughs> so. And that's just kind of the way it is. Um, well, it is the thin blue line. I think everyone knows that it, it is what it is. I mean, I, I and, don't I, and like I said, it, it's hard to talk in a way where you're, you don't want to disrespect police because they are doing a very tough job, but a lot of them do amazing. Jobs, right. Just, just to make a fine point here, my own opinion. All right. They're doing a great job. They're doing a tough job. But they did want the job. It's not as though somebody said thrust this job upon them and said, oh, well, there's nobody else would do it. So it's yours. This is something they wanted for the excitement. It's not like somebody put a gun to their head. This is what they wanted. Mm-hmm. And in some in my humble opinion, I think maybe cops are recruited in. I think 21 is too young. You haven't fully lived a little bit. You have. I think 25. 26 would be a better age. You've matured a little more. I think when you're 21, it's still all about kicking ass, driving fast, having a gun. I don't know. In my opinion, I, I'm not saying that's all, but I, I, I can remember being that age and I can remember kind of what it what it felt like. You know, there was a time I wanted to be a cop and um, it just wasn't something that panned out that I just I didn't pursue it. You have to really want it because of the interview process, because of the training. There is a lot of training. I mean, it is true, but you figure – our military allows 18-year-olds. 18-year-olds, exactly. Well, we also allow uh, foreign nationals to go into the military and go out and still not be U.S. citizens. So mm-hmm. uh, I think there's a lot of things that are unjustly done. So if you go into the military when you're 18, you can't drink, but you can die for your country. So there's right. there's there's a lot of things that are, are kind of half-assed in this country It's still. And I think you know we need to work on those things. That's just one of the things. I have a couple other topics, you know. That I got to get off my chest and I've been waiting. This is the perfect outlet for it. And I want everybody to know that, you know, we, we took a big break, <laughs> a big break. <laughs> That's putting it just, mild. Just, just a little, just, just, you know, what's a year among friends, <laughs> but guess what? We came back strong. We're come back strong. You got to go check our website out. All right. Check out all of our past interviews. Things are, things are better than ever. We've got some interesting people coming on. We got a new after dark section so it's all part of the same podcast but on the on the weekends we're going to do an after dark edition some more spicier guests of course you know maybe in the porn profession maybe not the porn profession maybe just after dark is after dark so you might expect a little bit different content yeah a little bit more parental advisory if you exactly will. exactly yeah. then you're gonna have shows with just me and terry unfortunately mm-hmm. and <laughs> you know well, in all fairness, uh, well, if, if you go to www.thestatementshow.com, you will actually see right, right at the very beginning, you will see a podcast section and you will see an after dark section. Podcasts are uh, namely myself and Zach, also some other guests that, uh, you know, uh, uh, some of our past guests. That's going to that be changing, of course. Sure, I, I, sure. Yeah. And, and, you know, we did have Fran Drescher. Uh, we had Dame Drops. We've had many, many Stanton Freeman. Um, and they My would be in that favor, section. Way, yeah. Sure. <laughs> and then, uh, if you click on the after dark section, you will see Bonnie Rotten. You'll see Brie Olson, Jackie Joy. Uh, so we've, we've definitely, we've definitely cleaned the, the website up. It looks great. Um, you'll see everything for us for our Twitter, which is at statement show or no, I'm sorry. At, at, at statement show. Yeah. At yeah, statement yeah, show. It's like if you go to iTunes, you can subscribe to us and leave a, leave a comment. Mm-hmm. Tell people we suck. Tell people we're great. I don't care. <laughs> Leave a comment any way you want. Um, but it, you can find us on iTunes at The Statement. No show, The Statement. So just kind of one of the early things that we did, and uh, that's how you find us on there. But, yeah, definitely go to www.statementshow.com. So 
You can hit on audible.com link and uh, if you want to help us support the show. We had a little bit of a blurb there in the beginning of the show that you can listen to and explain more. But we'll, we'll talk more about that later. I want to get back a little bit more about some of the news things that I want to talk about. And then if there's anything, Terry, obviously you can chime in. Sure. But uh, <clears throat> one of the things I, w- I want to put out there right now, um, I think a- there's not a podcaster out there who hasn't had their mind, their mind on the patent troll lawsuit that's been going on. That's basically the personal audio LLC has been threatening to sue personal podcasters for a very vague uh, patent that they had out there. They're trying to sue everybody for money. And probably the most well-known was Adam Carolla. My hat's off to him. If I'm going to promote anybody else's podcast other than our own, it's going to be Adam Carolla. Uh, I personally listen to him a lot. He's extremely funny, very entertaining, Has does shows with Dr. Drew and uh, does catch a contractor on TV, which is doing very well, second season or third season, I believe. But uh, anyway, to get back to, to my point here, Personal Audio was suing podcasters, and he sued them. He fought them. He ended up eventually settling with them. Now, let me make this point clear. He settled for zero dollars, no money. This was a way for Personal Audio to get out of this lawsuit. They, he, they tried before to get him to drop it, and he wouldn't. So he was fighting for all podcasters, not just himself. Now, of course, it was to help himself, obviously, but he was doing this also to help everybody else out there in the industry. Do this and don't make any money or do it as a hobby and take it as a loss. The federal government recently has made a ruling from the patent office, and I want to read a little blurb about it. The government board has revoked key parts of the patent, handing a huge victory to podcasters. The decision makes it a lot harder for producers to be hit when an aggressive infringement lawsuits. The company... That owns a patent in question, Personal Audio, says it invented podcasting in 2013 and it began going around to podcast makers such as Adam Carolla, threatening to take them to court unless they paid licensing fee. Among those affected, TV personality and comedian Adam Carolla, who ultimately settled the Personal Audio for $0, but not before spending $650,000 defending himself. So... In my opinion, the reason they wanted to kick him to the curb, he was making a lot of noise. Sure. They never expected him to fight this patent the way he did. And the way he brought it up in every one of his podcasts, and he got people to help contribute to the, his cause fighting this podcast. This this patent troll is what they called it. Evidently, um, they don't know Adam Carolla. Oh, no. <laughs> so, And that's what I'm saying. Like I said, I'm not trying to promote another podcaster, but if anybody, he's definitely worth the listen. Mm-hmm. But. I just think he he really went after them and they weren't expecting it. And what they do is they they set up shop in this little town in Texas. They kind of favor these patents. So what happens is all these patent trolls, they set up like a little office with nothing there and set their business up there and say, well, we're suing you from Texas because then you have to go to Texas to fight it. It means it costs you more money. So they figure it's cheaper to just settle. So if if personal audio is – say they're suing you for a million dollars – and they come back and they say, well, look, you pay us 250 grand, we'll let it go. Well, hell, it could cost them six times that to, to fight it in court, even more. So it's, you know, for a big company, it's easier to just write that off. Well, for somebody like me, you, Adam Carolla, that they don't have that kind of money to just pay them outright. That would put you out of business. So he fought them, but he made so much noise that even they started legislation that started bringing their name out to light and, you know, you don't really want people knowing you by name. <laughs> so I think that was part of it because I believe they were set, they were suing another major, you know, uh, TV company, whether it be, you know, CBS, NBC, one of those, something like that. But now that the government has basically taken key factors away from their, from their, their patent, it's all like they're toothless now. So they really have nothing to sue over. So I, I, I just wanted to put that out there. I personally want to say that I appreciate what Adam Carolla did. And yeah. uh, so I just wanted to put that out there. I think uh, he kind of paved the way to help everybody else feel a little more secure. Not that that stops anything in the future from happening, but it, it's always a possibility. You can well, get sued, you get sued yeah. for anything these days. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just I think the way podcasting's going anymore, um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of good podcasts out there. There really are. You know, when it first began, there was Adam Carolla. And then there was Adam Carolla, and then there was Adam Carolla. You know, I mean, yeah. he sort of just took over 
And now, you know, there are so many out there. I, I listen to a lot of them. And, you know, for somebody just to try to make gain like that, it's so ridiculous. It's just, I, I don't, I don't well, understand it. it. Pat, you know, patent trolls, they don't make anything. They buy a patent from another company who bought it from another company. And then they're trying to figure out, wait a minute. Now let's figure out who we can, who can we sue to get money out of this patent? They haven't, they have no intentions of making anything. They never made anything. And that just tells you right now how our whole patent system, it can't keep up with technology. I should not be able to make a patent for a very vague terminology and then mm-hmm. 10 years down the road say, oh, oh, wait a minute. Because I'm going to tell you right now, um, there was another company. Um, I- I'm not sure if it's Xerox or another printing company that made scanners. And there's a feature called scan to email. Well, somebody said, wait a minute, that's our patent. They started suing the people who are using the scanners, not the companies that ma- produ- to- that manufacture them, but they started like if you were using it, they would see with you. Every email, scanning email that you send, you need to give us a royalty. That's basically they were. They're, it's a shakedown. That right. is a shakedown. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so I'm not really sure where that one's at. I think that one's already dead in court. But that's Ugh. that's where we're at these days. It's just ridiculous. Oh, I mean, I I, I just don't. It's know. exhausting. Yeah, it, really it is. is to think that you would have to worry about something like that. So you know, basically, I that's. Like, I just want to get back to say I appreciate what he's done. By the way, he's got a new movie out, too, I wanted to see. Have you heard of his new movie? Um, I heard of it. I have, you know, I, I don't, is it, is it supposed to, what's it supposed to be about? Well, the last one he did was called The Hammer, where he was, uh, I guess he's a boxer. <laughs> or he's like an aspiring boxer. He's just getting into it or something of that effect. But this one here, I think it's called Road Hard. Okay. And it's about his life as a comedian, had a, a TV show, and then he it kind of, you know, it went away, and then he had to get back on the road, I guess, to keep making money. And it, it sounds extremely funny. I've been listening to his podcast where he started talking about it from the script development all the way up to now. It sounds really funny. So I, I believe it's available on all major websites like um, Amazon or, you know, on demand, those types of services. So check it out. It's called Road Hard. You had this amazing career in TV. Now you're going back to your roots. Yeah, well, you know, I started off as a stand-up, and I wanted to get back on the road with the fans. All we really are is just an accumulation of every shitty thing that's ever happened to us before today. I don't remember when I got my television show picked up. I remember when it was canceled. I just remember the bad shit. I got to get off the road. It's killing me. Michael's pilot is getting shot. Why didn't you tell me? Well, I was going to tell you, but I know how depressed you are when you come off the road. You didn't think I'd be happy for you? Are you? Yes. No. Hey, there he is, my man. You come to work on the Jack Taylor Show. Co-host? Audience warm-up guy. You want me to be your fluffer, Jack? I'd rather kill myself. Who wants Jelly Belly? How did you become a stand-up? Same way every comedian gets into stand-up. For fuck-ups in high school, at some point, you wake up and you realize, I have one skill, it's making people laugh. And now that you've lost that? Baby go. Howie is dying to work with you. Howie, I'm just not in the headspace to do this. You don't have to dance for these clowns, but you're going to have to dance for me, bitch. If you're miserable on the road, why do you keep going out there? I think it's just all I know. (laughs) I want to suck your dick. Me too. What? Nancy and I are going to head up to my room. What do we got going here? Oh, uh, hearing impaired. This guy's not cracked a smile the whole night. Why isn't he laughing? I can't meet you funny. Want some help in there? I planned on looking at it this weekend, but I don't know if I have a chance. Got a new puppy, so it's oh, driving Lord, me crazy. Yeah. It's driving me bad, bad shit crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm in the same boat as you. What? Uh, how old is your puppy? Oh, three months. We got a lab retriever, purebred. So, oh, he's a handful, and the cats are loving him. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, we I, have just a, I have a six-month-old basset hound, so I know where you're at. So, how did you come across getting this basset hound? <laughs> it's not exactly the dog I would have picked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm sort of like the opposite of you because I, I 
don't want a real hyperactive dog. Um, you know, well, that's I like, the funny part. I, I don't either. Cause yeah. if anybody knows me, I'm probably, I'm, I'm extremely lazy. I take envy in the fact that people know that I'm lazy <laughs> and this dog's not letting me do it. Correct. Yes. So, I too I have been thing. told that I'm lazy. <laughs> no. <laughs> Once or twice. I, no today. way. I, I refuse to believe that. I refuse it. No way. <laughs> so if anyone By the way, has people, a basset a hound, year, they know. We were on hiatus for a year. Yeah. That's that's the epitome of laziness. That that <laughs> sort of signifies lazy right there. <laughs> we are definitely the pictures of lazy in the dictionary. So yeah. So check out our new motivational podcast. <laughs> it's called Being Lazy with yeah, Terrian's right. Heck. We'll we're teach you how out, to fucking be lazy. Yeah, we're gonna put out a course on how to lay around and get away with it. <laughs> it works for a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god why shouldn't it work for us so how's things going with the basset hound he's he's awesome he's he's a really cool dog um he um he he's a lot this is our second basset hound um he's a lot like our very first basset hound except for now like i say he's six months old and he's literally chewing everything up in the house there's no possible way termites could do more damage than what this dog is doing in this house right now he's <laughs> He's because that's what we're going through. (laughs) Shoes, toys, the wood, furniture. Please, if anybody knows how to make this stop, please, please. Here's the funny part. So you walk, you walk in, you hear, you tell people you want to get a dog and they're always giving you these. Oh, my God, there's so much work and they're into everything. And in the back of your mind, you know, they're right. But you're thinking, "Eh, how bad could it really be? I mean, come on now. And you look at that little cute face and mm-hmm. daughter strapped me alarm looking at me. Oh, can we please? Can we please? So I break down. I'm, All right, let's do it. Fuck it. Let's yes. do it. Sure. So it starts out with uh, we got a, I mean, 500 bucks for purebred is fantastic. Yeah, very nice. Oh, yeah. So we get $500. But of course, it doesn't stop there. Mm-hmm. You still need to have shots. It's still and not a couple. We're talking every two, three weeks. That sucker's going to the vet. Mm-hmm. Cha-ching. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so there's a plan that PetSmart does called ProBand and you get, if you pay a membership fee and you pay like, I think it's like $40 a month, it covers all the shots and it's going to cover his neutering for like a year. Now the catch 22 is if you drop off of it after six months, dog bites the dust, you get rid of them, you know, whatever, uh, you're still on the hook every month for that $40 for 12 months, no matter what. But I'll be honest, in the long run, it's going to... It's well worth it. You're saving, you're saving a lot of money. So, um, but between that, leashes, toys, and let's face it, you got to have a lot of toys because you want them to chew on that, not your damn shoes. Yeah. Then so, there's the, do we allow them on the furniture? Do we not allow them no, on the furniture? Them. Don't you start know, that shit because it's all over. God. Because I got four cats and I need a safe place to hide. And they got those cat, you know, pedestal things that they can mm-hmm. get on, but. Right. Oh, no way. No way are they getting on the furniture. So that's that's kind of where I'm at. Uh, and then got- housebreaking. Don't forget about that. Oh, my God. Well, it's it's okay with the housebreaking because she's he. I'm sorry. He everybody keeps calling him a she, but it's a he. His name's Harley. And uh, he's doing really well. He's learned how to sit already with the treats thing. And we had we had a puppy class today, by the way. We did a part smart signed up for that for six weeks and. Just giving you the basics, but he already knows how to sit, so he's doing really good with that. Right. But he's he loves to go for walks, but he does great with my wife. Walks up all beside her, and they run, and I go with them, thinking this is great. But when I take him for a walk, it's on. Uh, it's like he turns into a different dog because I got to drag him behind me, and he goes batshit crazy trying to get all over the place. I'm thinking, where's this beautiful dog that was acting so sweet and nice with my wife yesterday? Uh-uh. But this dog's going half batshit crazy on me. And every time I, I, I'm practically dragging him behind right. me. And, you know, I'm afraid to do anything because everybody's looking out their window at me. And I'm thinking, what? I can't, they're going to think I'm beating this dog because I'm dragging <laughs> him the way I am. And he's acting all <laughs> hyper, you know. So uh, puppies are kind of like little, you know, babies on crack. It's just, they're all over. Yeah. The place. I mean, do you, you know? ever watch uh, Caesar 911? Do you ever watch that show? No. He, this guy, he's, he's, he's called the dog whisperer is, is essentially what he is. And if you ever watch <laughs> his show, he goes into people's homes 
uh, businesses, et cetera, and basically turns this dog around. He's, he's very good at what he does. Um, but yet, you know, it's always like an aggressive dog or a dog that does, you know, that, that goes after people or other dogs or, you know, maybe won't stop barking. I never see the damn dog that just chews everything. I've been waiting for that episode and I can't find that episode ever. So I'm looking well, for the- bring a camera to my house. <laughs> That's I'm the sure. episode right there. My dog chewing everything in sight. That's another thing. Going to walk stones, uh, other dog shit, mm-hmm. little wood chips. This right. dog tries to eat everything. I, yeah. I got to watch him like a hawk. So, you know, I'm just dragging him behind me and I look behind me. He's got something chewing in his mouth. It's a big stone. He's got a piece of wood chewing in his mouth. You know, he's sniffing, you know, duck shit, you know, cat mm-hmm. shit, mm-hmm. dog shit, human shit, any kind of shit that's there. He's sniffing it like he's getting ready to eat it. So I got to drag him away from right, it. Right, right. So it's exercise. A walk really turns into a good upper body workout as well because I have to drag him. And then and he, he calls me a liar when I get in front of my wife. My wife is looking at me like I'm crazy. What's the problem? Because he's just trotting along beside her. And all I'm looking at him is like, all right, that's how it's going to be, I guess. I think we tell ourselves, you know, I know we have, you know, me and my wife have three boys and my youngest is 13. So, you know, we, we got to that point where we're like, you know, no more children. We don't want any more. We don't want any more. That's it. You know, because we don't want to deal with the diaper bags. We don't want to deal with all the other, you know, all the mess. We're just done with all that. Then we turn around and get a, another puppy or, you know, we have at our house right now, three goats, uh, two cats, a dog, fish, a snake, you know, you name it. It's here. God damn. You got Noah's Ark going on. Yeah. We've got a whole damn petting zoo here. Really? We do. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. You got to charge a cover fee. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe we should. I don't know, but maybe, maybe another baby wouldn't be so bad. Let's get rid of the animals and have a, then we're like, no. <laughs> no, no, definitely the the animals are much better off. Than, I, could, <laughs> I don't think I could have another child. No way. I envy, I envy the dog that just gets to, you know, because we're crate training too. But mm-hmm. it just gets to sleep all the time. I'm thinking I would love that. I would just oh, love yeah. that. Just lay around, sleep. Yeah. What do they sleep like? Fifteen, sixteen hours out of the damn day. You know? Oh my god. Oh come on. I could do that. Easy. I do it. <laughs> Anytime I get a chance, I do it. Yeah, well, you know how it is at home. But, uh, yeah, dogs, dogs definitely got me on my feet. And that was one of the reasons I wanted them because I, I, you know, you want to get out of the house. You want to do more things and be a little bit more active. And, well, let's face it. You don't really get an option. Once you have a dog, you don't do it. They're going to tear your house apart. Oh, it's over. Yeah. Yeah. And to think the original dog that I wanted was the uh, Siberian Husky. Oh, good Lord. You know that they were, uh, they were rated in the top 10 worst family pets. Uh, no, I did not hear that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like up there with like English bulldogs and Rottweilers and all that. I guess kind. to me, they're just, uh, they're the most gorgeous dog. They're a beautiful dog. Yeah, um, I've always wanted that typical one with the blue eyes and mm-hmm. the black and white. They just come off really great looking dogs. I mean, they're very, very what, handsome. Would you call him a handsome dog or beautiful? I mean, sense. Mm, I don't know that he's handsome. <laughs> he's a little gay, I guess, but, um, not that there's anything wrong with that. Myself in the mirror and say, I'm handsome, but not really a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on who you're asking. <laughs> right, right. But, uh, yeah. There's a lot of people that would disagree with that statement. More than likely. <laughs> One more little news, little tidbit that I'd like to put out there. Now, this was obviously an episode we're just kind of, I'm hitting the news here, but, and we're going to, that's one of the things I like to talk about is the news, um, but put a little spin on it. I've recently just kind of reconnected with listening to ACDC. I guess it took a long Mm -hmm. time off, but man, I'm going to tell you what, when it comes to rock music, to me, the epitome of rock is ACDC. It doesn't get any better than that. I have two bands that I love, uh, ACDC and Metallica. Metallica, Mm -hmm. in my opinion, that is a heavy metal band. And ACDC, that's rock and roll. Doesn't get any better than that. That is rock. Okay? I think through the years, uh, Metallica has sort of softened their stance to more of a rock band. Well, in the day, definitely may, hard. Maybe with like, uh, load and reload and those types right. of albums. And I wasn't a big fan of St. Anger. No, but the newer stuff, um, 
to me, that's kind of homage back to the older stuff. You know, Maybe. it sounds a lot like their previous stuff. That is, I can't say it enough. That is one kick-ass heavy metal band. Metallica is the best. They still sell out arenas. And that's ACDC, too. They're still selling out arenas on their own. No opening acts, just on their own. I mean... They're minus their old drummer. Exactly. Well, yeah, Phil Rudd. That's right. ACDC drummer Phil Rudd has pleaded guilty to a charge of threatening to kill a man who used to work for him. The musician also pleaded guilty at a court in New Zealand to possessing methamphetamine and marijuana. Rudd faces up to seven years in prison on the threatening to kill charge, though his lawyer says the prosecution case boils down to an angry phone call. Today another charge has been dropped. He has entered a plea to the phone call, possession of cannabis, methamphetamine. No convictions have been entered and we're off to a June date to argue about that. The 60-year-old drummer was released on bail pending a June sentencing hearing. And by agreeing with prosecutors to enter the guilty pleas, Rudd avoided the need for a trial, which was due to begin on Tuesday. It's unclear whether Rudd has a future with the Australian rock band, with ACDC intending to use Welsh drummer Chris Slade in its upcoming Rock or Bust album tour. Phil Rudd is fucked. Um, I'm going to tell you what or is going to get fucked. Um, Because he... I'm gonna, oh my god I, i'm just gonna read off a little blurb off the news so everybody pay attention this is gonna be good all right phil rudd the drummer for still kicking australian rock band acdc pleaded guilty to charges of threatening murder and drug possession on tuesday in new zealand the bbc reported that mr rudd age 60 was arrested in november and charged with trying to hire a hitman Apparently because of frustration with the release of a solo album, Head Job. What? I guess that's the name of the album. His, his mom. It said last year, although more serious charges were promptly dropped because of lack of evidence. Mr. Rudd previously pleaded not guilty to lesser offenses. He'll be sentenced in June for the threat of charge, for the threat charge as well, possession of cannabis and methamphetamine. Oh my God. Man, look at this. Uh, Mr. Mr. Ruiz joined ACDC in 74, but was fired in 83 and rejoined the group in 94. After his arrest, the ACDC guitarist Angus Young told The Age, he's a great drummer, he's done a lot of stuff for us, but he seems to have let himself go. He's not the Phil we've known from the past. So ACDC released its latest album, Rocker Bust, which, by the way, I'm going to tell you, is one fucking awesome album. You have got to listen to this album. I mean, Amazon's got it for $6.99. All their albums are $6.99. It's a killer price. I can't say I express enough how good an album that is. I mean, my favorite song is Rock or Bust and Let's Play Ball. But these guys are in their 60s and are still kicking it. That's what I'm saying. Like at 60 years old, you're hiring Hitman. Yeah, I don't get that. In possession of weed. But I've watched multiple. I'm going to tell you what. What the fuck? You watch Angus Young on a guitar. uh, That guy just, I don't understand. It's like. And he says it himself. You look at him. He's this frail little guy. Looks really old now. I mean, he did not age well. But you put a guitar in his hand. You put that schoolboy uniform on. And he just turns into some. He just turns into this rock god. He's amazing on the guitar. And you just kind of go on YouTube and watch some clips of him playing. It doesn't get any better than that. And he turns into another person. He's just got this energy that's. I don't, I don't get I mean, it. You got to think that Angus is probably a good top five, right? Best oh. guitar. Oh yeah. Right. I, I mean, but Kirk Hammett, Dave Mustaine, they're in, they're in my top five too. So, but you got to put Eddie Van Halen. And yeah, those yeah. Guys. And you got to separate the. You know, people always get, well, oh, he was a dick. Who fucking cares about that shit? I'm talking care. about guitar playing. Right. I don't give a shit whether they're a dick or not. And you and watch Angus play. Young. There's no. He's not using a whammy bar. He's not using all these special little tricks and effects. I'm not saying he doesn't use kick pedals and stuff, but no whammy bar. Everything he does on that guitar is just, it's just him. And he just adds enough spice to a song. And there's not ever, you know, his songs, there's not like these real long guitar solos. Mm-hmm. It's just, that's him. I mean, it's fucking fantastic. I can't get any, I can't express enough how good this music is. So, um, I would love to go see them in concert. I've never seen them in concert. Oh, yeah. And you, you have. Her, yeah, I have. In Hershey, Pennsylvania, I saw him. Yeah. And what was, I mean, what was that like? 
this was probably, let me go say, let's see, about uh, 10 years ago, eight, nine, 10 years ago. Did they play Rock uh, rock Train or? They played pretty much all their older stuff. Matter of fact, um, oh, speaking of top five, uh, Slash, he opened up for them. Uh, oh, and it, oh, yeah, I read it and I read an interview saying that for him to play open up for them, it was like such an honor. And you great. See, oh, my God. You want to talk about fantastic? Oh, my God. So, yeah. So so they, he opens up. I think he had a band called Slash's Snake Pit or something like that that opened up for ACDC. But um, they had this great big bell that was um, kind of out in the middle of the audience. But they had, a, they had like this big long runway and. What, ACDC? Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. And yeah. He came hauling ass and jumps on this bell, and it starts ringing, and they start playing uh, Hell's Bells, and, and it's and, just... All right, then uh, hit all the big ones. Oh, I'm my Hell, God. TNT, Dirty Deeds. Um, it, the list goes on and on with those guys. I mean, really, in all honesty, you know, it is hard. I mean, I I know personally, like you said, I, I, I am a Metallica fan, but when it comes to rock, actual rock bands... Mm-hmm. And I just look at hit after hit after hit. You know, I think of the Van Halens. I think of the ACDCs, you know, and even although it could be debatable with Motley Crue, whether or not you want to consider them rock, hard rock, hair band, wherever the hell, you know, they had a slew of hits, too. So, you know, so, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. ACDC was so fantastic uh, to watch in person. Um, definitely one of my favorite bands. And I've seen a lot of bands in person. So but. they played the Grammys, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna. I listened to Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters oh, talk about the fact right. that he just he was fucking off his mind. He he because he idolizes them. Mm-hmm. He couldn't believe it. It was like they just rocked it. And I watched that. I can't believe everybody. He had Lady Gaga just going off her out of her mind. She liked it that much. They just sounded fantastic live. I mean, right. if you you could go play, and that's another thing, by the way. If you go on if you go on YouTube, they got this. It's like you bring up this video to watch their performance on the Grammys, and it's just this, they take the full screen and then they cut it down to this little little square. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> so if you want to watch it, you can't even get the full screen effect right. with YouTube. You got all this sparkly shit around, and it says the Grammys. They oh. cut it down to a little video, but I don't know. I wanted to watch it so bad, so I watched it anyway. But it's great. They played um, Rocker Bust from their new album, Rocker Bust. Mm-hmm. And then they played, uh, I think it was Highway to Hell. Mm-hmm. So, but they have this, uh, they have a different drummer that played with him before. He's kind of a bald head guy, but kind of looks like the lead singer from Midnight Oil. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And, and, and they're a, the funny part with ACDC is you figure they've, you know, what now three, four decades that they've been playing. Everybody knows who they are. You know, obviously the generation before our generation, they were, you know, popular and then our generation they got even and now even my kids know them know their songs the minute that they come on you know and everything's all about you know hip-hop or rap or whatever you know is on the radio at this point house music whatever the hell so you know acdc is doing something to a whole other level because when your kids that are you know 20 and 13 they know it it says something about your music. It really says something about the longevity of your music. When you can speak to that many generations. Correct. And you're still relevant. And uh, that's what I kind of liked about listening uh, to to the interviews is how they say that as long as they can still make good rock music, why should they stop? As long as people see them as relevant and they're still selling out stadiums. And I'm talking about stadiums, not bars. Stadiums. Right. Why would they not? continue to do what they do um and my my heart goes out to his brother malcolm though who was recently um put into a into a basically a, a retirement home or old folks mm-hmm. home for dementia he basically could not remember how to play the songs anymore and i oh, guess oh. it sounds like onset of de- like alzheimer's right. I, I couldn't say for sure but they just say dementia but i've always i always thought that's basically what that is it's a, it's a polite way of saying alzheimer's i guess Pretty much, I, yeah. I, I guess that's how i would look at it but it's really sad um, to go to playing these big rock concerts to just not remember who you are, not remembering the music that you could play. Yeah. Um, but I want to say you know, he got his nephew or, or somebody like that playing for him that plays the same style uh, rhythm guitar. And 
just kind of fits in really well. So it's amazing. The original, the only two originals were, were Malcolm and Angus and now it's just Angus. And he's that identity of the band with that school uniform. And it's just, uh, I'm not sure how the band would survive if he wasn't part of it. I don't, I think he's like the one person that if he wasn't there, wouldn't last. So, well, you know, recently, uh, Ozzy, Ozzy Osbourne came and said that he thought rock music was, was dead. It's all but gone. I don't know if you saw that little little interview that he did. And I mean, if you really if you really look at things, I'm not I'm not so sure that I, music in general is. No, no, I don't think so. I mean, really? What, what? I think okay, it's, it's an opinion. It's an opinion shared by some. I don't think rock music is dead. I just think it's going through a. What's the last real like what's what's the last really good number one hit that came out that was fantastic? That was rock. <sighs> I just think we're in a spurt right now where it's more about pop music. Uh, we're going through a resurgence of country music that's become more rock type of hybrid. You know what I mean? I think country music is the only one that's has, has totally just maybe kept up. And even that it's kind of exploded in its popularity. If you ask me, right? I mean, country music is the one that has, has kind of stayed this. I mean, because to me, I, I grew up with, you know, uh, I know you know just what I'm talking about here, but remember the radio stations, they played everything. I remember when I, I in our area, there was a there was a radio station called Q107, and Q107 used to play literally uh, Michael Jackson, and they would turn right around and play Motley Crue, and then turn around and play you know Willie Nelson or something, you know whatever yeah. the hell. It well, that's, everything. that's like a mixed station. I yeah, guess. that's the way those that's the way the radio stations in general we're doing things and the way I see it. And, and so, I mean, you kind of were forced to grow up with everything. And then as you got 15, 16, 17, you started, okay, wait a minute, just rock, or I like just rap, or I like just country or whatever. Always just love music. I was always a fan of music in general, wherever I was, whoever I was with was the kind of music I listened to. Uh-huh. So, you know, my friends were really into rap music and I look at rap music back then and that music was so fantastic to what I hear my kids listening to today. Get that music. It's just not good to me. The rock music that we grew up with. And I mean, look, I think every generation is going to look at that same because I think probably the generations before us would say, well, the temptations were better than anything or, you know, Al Green was better than anything or, you know, whatever that I understand that. And there's no denying that there is no absolutely no Marvin Gaye out there right now. There's no <laughs> Al Green out there. None. There, you consider you know, them rock though? I mean, what would you consider? No, 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 no. No, I mean, they're, you know, they're, they're, a, they're a soul music and I get that. I understand it. But, but that type of music is gone. I mean, I can't even think of the last really good type of artist that even came out with that. There, there is absolutely positively no Van Halen out there. There's no, I mean, granted, ACDC's got their, their new stuff out, you know, other than ACDC, who is a good rock band these days? Give me one. Who? Nickelback? Please get the fuck out of here. Who's who's a really good rock band? There is none. Yeah, I guess it, that's why you have bands. That's why. Shit. That's why you have bands like ACDC. Their their shit sells out. You know, ten minutes after it goes online, there's no tickets left because they sell out that fast. That's why they can still do world tours and still make that kind of money. Right. Um. But you gotta figure at this point, then it's not about the money anymore. It's just the fact that they're, they're still doing their thing, you know? Let Uh, me, let me give you another, uh, let me give you another example. Hall and Oates. Whether you love them, you hate them, whatever. Okay. Hall and Oates is still selling out places right now. And guess what? They haven't made a damn new song that was worth anything in forever. They're, they're, they're making their money off of the man eaters. Out of time, privatized. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Those are like what eighties hits? Yeah, so. so I mean that tells you right now, unless you are a Lady Gaga or what One Direction or something like that that really just kind of took off, that's it. That's the type of music that's hitting right now. Rock and roll, I'm I'm not I'm not totally against what Ozzy said. I can't really think that rock and roll is anything better than just mediocre out you know what i don't even know if it's mediocre anymore i don't i don't like rock and roll music anymore the new stuff i don't i ha- I can't even tell you the last 
I'm assuming mm-hmm. you're you're exempting ACDC from that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I mean, I, the way I see ACDC is they're still an older band that maybe is coming out with newer music. Give me a newer band that is in the rock category that's any good right now. I can't think of one. They're just they're just not there. I mean, every once in a while, I'll hear a song from someone, you know, and go, okay, that's not a bad song. But you don't have bands newer bands that are just hit after hit after hit after hit anymore there it's it's not there it's simply not there i can't i can't find anything all right but anyway that's enough ranting from me zach and i'm sure you're probably tired of it (laughs) (laughs) i don't think in my opinion in my humble opinion again and uh, i can't stress that enough it's just my opinion because i'm sure there's a lot of people out there to disagree with us is it your opinion or your whole opinion well i'm always humble (laughs) i doubt it (laughs) (laughs) but People are probably going to disagree with us, and they can feel free to drop us an email, and we'll we'll bring up their name and uh, and 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 put your point across. But right, and delete your email immediately. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Go ahead and write us up a bad review, and then we'll promptly get rid of that as well. Um, <laughs> no, actually, we we really actually love to hear both good and bad. You know, I mean, sure, it it would make it, it perfect. Here's what I would really like: do the great Albert Brooks a favor, give us a comp assault. So throw us uh, throw us a compliment that's wrapped around an insult, and I can deal with that. So if you you spice up an insult a little bit with a with a absolutely with a compliment, I can deal with that. Anybody can deal with that. Sort of like what your boss does to you every single day. <laughs> I mean, just think about that. You did a they good call, job last yeah. night, but. but. But <laughs> it's always that but that yeah. catches you right there. You know, it's like I did a good job, but there's a but. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that you were number one on the sales team. You were fantastic. There's no one better. However, we don't have the money in the budget. We're taking the company in another direction. <laughs> yeah, right. You did a great job with the donuts last night, uh, Mr. Chahi, but – but maybe you should have did it with your pants on. You know, there's always a but, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? You can't even make donuts naked now. Is that the problem? I know. Could you imagine that naked donuts? Uh, I think we have. I'm not, I'm not really sure they're going to be flying off the shelf, but. I- I'm not so sure of that. That's it. Business yeah. idea. All right. There it is. Wait the a statement minute. show. Naked Gee. donuts. Ah. I'm not talking about donuts that are shaped like naked people. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about donuts that are made. By people that are naked. I I love the idea. I just don't know that you and I would be the ones making the donuts naked. No, 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 no. Because then we'd have an ambulance to take them to the hospital. <laughs> I think we definitely need to get us some some. Yeah, yeah. We're not doing it. Forget it. <laughs> naked donuts. No. I like it though. It's a great idea. I mean, could you imagine the commercial on TV? The cup of the cup of Joe's brewing in the background. The person wakes up from the aroma from the. And then they come downstairs and see you right there, naked. Naked. Making donuts. I, I love it. It is a great fucking idea. And then you never quite know if the cream that they're pouring on the donuts, if if it's really just, you know, <laughs> what's going on mm. there. <laughs> what, what is that? I made that? the filling personally. <laughs> mm, that is, is it confectionate sugar? It's a little salty. No. <laughs> <laughs> naked donuts. And um, is this regular chocolate? Like, ah, uh, uh, not really. Not exactly. <laughs> oh, my it's God. It's sugar-free. <laughs> it's definitely sugar-free. Oh, my God. I, I just, a whole new business concept, naked donuts. Naked donuts. I, I do like it. So, here's the thing. I mean, okay. Think about this. There is no better treat whatsoever than a donut. Uh-huh. And a woman naked making the greatest treat ever out there. It's fucking brilliant. I love the idea. Sure. Can we get backers for this? Um, well, we need angel investors first. We need somebody to really invest in this idea. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm thinking what better way to like you, you go to a bank, you bring a naked chick with you mm, perfect. and have her drop the donuts down. Beautiful. I'm just not sure he'd pay a lot of attention to the donuts themselves. I don't think we should just stop at the bank. I think I should just take a naked woman with me everywhere I go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, think about it. You show up four hours late for work. Uh, mm. sir, I've been out. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm really late, but you know, I've got my assistant with me that helps me with my other business idea. Do you want to see what she's doing? And then all of a sudden you'll forget all about the fact that you were late. 
Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, think about it. They've had the naked women doing the um, with the, the house cleaning. I think at one point they had uh, topless women serving coffee, like at a like it wasn't Starbucks, but something like that. Oh sure. You know why not making donuts? <laughs> I mean, why not? That's uh, like I mean, you go on Hooters. Yeah. You 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 know it's not the same thing. It's kind of like a mesh between Dunkin' Donuts and Hooters, and except there's no clothes. Do you think uh, this would be a family environment? I mean, it's educational. It's, I mean, I think it could definitely be some school field trips. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And my naked assistant will come with me everywhere. School this assemblies. It's beautiful. Oh, oh, absolutely. I'm sure. Sh- church. Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> What's more holier than showing the human <laughs> form in its, in its best possible way? I mean, that's biblical shit right there. I know. It's Adam and Eve shit. I love it. Dunkin' Donuts. I mean, here we come. We're oh. coming for you, buddy. Yeah, Dunkin' Donuts wouldn't have a chance. Hell no. Naked Nobody. Donuts. We could literally make the shittiest coffee in the world. <laughs> <laughs> it would be selling all, it'd be flying off the shelves. We'd like, sell out every day. And like every woman would see their man with our cup in their hand and go, why the hell do you go there every single day? Their coffee is awful. I like the atmosphere. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, the bathrooms are nice. <laughs> you could literally eat off the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Our establishment would be the greatest thing ever. Oh, um, that's I a mean, business idea. Any investors listening, please contact us. Oh, yeah. God, the naked donut. What do we call it? Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> that's a good one. There you go. Twitter. It's only women, right? But so if it was guys, we would well, call Well, hey. I have no problem with some guys being naked there. I mean, I won't be. I'll avert my eyes. Okay. For the guys, we're calling it holes and poles. <laughs> oh, well, they already have donut holes. So we yeah, don't that's what any... I'm saying. Holes and poles. Holes and poles. Okay. Uh, for the women, uh, I don't know. We're going to have to work on that one. Yeah. I don't got quite, not quite there. I mean, yeah. let's face it. Can't get it all down. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, donuts, coffee. And tits. There you go. Beautiful. That reminds me. The weirdest place you ever went to eat that you felt uncomfortable as far as something of that nature. Would it be a strip bar? Would it be oh, uh, I, Hooters? No. Hooters actually does. You know, I think of any of them only because we were at the mall one day and uh, they have a tilted kilt there. Oh, my God. That's where I'm headed. I went to and, tilted kilt. But yeah. And, um, you know, kind of had my little one around me at that time. Um, so it wasn't awkward for me because obviously I don't, I don't have, you know, I'm, I'm not that kind of person. It just, things don't bother me like that. I don't, I don't have any awkwardness like that, but only because my little one, when I say little, he's 13 now, but he was probably nine or 10 at the time. You know, that was a bit strange. Um, you know, he didn't know any better. I don't think, I don't think he really gave two rats asses as long as they had, you know, chicken wings or, you know, <laughs> what is it? Chicken fingers or whatever. They're as long as they oh, it's that, perfect, you know, but as far as Hooters, I mean, that's a, that play. I mean, I, they're wings, but I, I'm not at all uncomfortable at Hooters. What about you? Oh, um, I'm going to be honest with you. Never, never, never partaked on the Hooters. Mm-hmm. Never partaked on the Hooters. Uh, watched. I think the closest I ever came was watching, um, undercover boss for the Hooters and how, he was taken aback by the fact that there were people that think they couldn't bring their family there. I'm sitting there thinking, you got to be fucking kidding me, right? right. Um, it's not exactly the family atmosphere I'm thinking I'd want to bring my kids. But the fact that he thought it was, it was kind of hilarious. But no, no, I actually had never heard of the Tilted Kilt before. Mm-hmm. And they built one recently out in the area I live. And I had passed by it with my wife and I told her, hey, look, it's an Irish pub. I'm thinking it's literally just an Irish pub. You know, wrong. With the, you know, like a Scottish pub or something to that effect, whatever it is, Irish, Scottish. So I said, let's go there, try it. Let's see, you know, how good it is. She's all for it. So we drive up and she runs in to see how long the wait is. And she comes in smiling at me. I'm like, what? She goes, well, the good news is we can get in right now and you need to give us a table. But I'm like, what? She goes, well, they're not wearing a lot i'm like what are you talking about she's like well let's just put it this way it's a lot like hooters except worse i'm like 
uh, well, we can go to Olive Garden, which is right beside. She said, no, you've been wanting to try this. Let's try this. So we walked in with my 12-year-old daughter and sat down and had dinner. Nice. And I literally kept my eyes trained on the table. It's a trap, by the way. Yeah, you, you have with your, to. You can't go there with your wife and no. stare. Anybody inside their computer, look up Tilted Kilt and the images, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. These women are wearing plaid skirts, mm-hmm. and T-shirts would be and not T-shirts. They're button-up shirts, sort of, but they're like maybe they're ha- they just basically cover their their boobs. That's pretty right. much it. Their mm-hmm. boobs are practically out. I mean, mm-hmm. literally. There's mm-hmm. to say cleavage is uh, they're out. They're busting out of that shirt with right. then they're, they're unbuttoned. There might be two buttons that are crying for mercy. Um, and the skirts are so short. There's almost nothing to the imagination. Right. Not that I'm complaining. It's definitely no. somewhere some place I would go to eat lunch with a buddy. Yeah, yeah, with your friend. I mean, even if it was just me and my wife, I wouldn't really care. But, but you know, like my daughter kid, sitting there mm. was not exactly the atmosphere I went to show her. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm going to be honest, though. The food didn't knock me off my socks. No, no. We got, I think we got a wrap and, you know, fries, things of that nature. It's run of the mill food. Nothing that would, you know, to write home about. But again, it goes back to our donuts. The food doesn't really have to be that good. No, no. Our donuts. See, you're not going to Hooters. You're not going to Tilt the Kilt because the food is to die for. And you're, you're not going, going there to because there are because hot the... women around right. walking around. You know exactly. You're it's it, it, you're not watching porn for the storyline. Right, right. In this movie, it's the best movie ever. You know, <laughs> let's face it. That's not what you're going to watch a porn movie for. Right. No, I don't if, think so. Anyway, it, does anybody watch a porn movie without forwarding? I mm, want to know. I'm curious. No, no, no. Does, it, does that happen? I can't think that it would. No. I mean, I haven't. Not that I've ever seen a porn movie. But if you're listening to this, I swear <laughs> to God, I've never seen a porn movie before. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that the the realistic part, you know, because it is very realistic that as, you know, as the FedEx driver rings the doorbell and some naked chick opens the door and of course. I'll take my package and yours. You know, you know, the the realism isn't exactly there, but hey, you know, like you said, you kind of fast forward past all that. Exactly. So, yeah, I I don't know anybody who watches porn. It doesn't forward through scenes and um, you're watching a guy and a chick together. Let's face it. You're you're phasing in your mind. You're phasing the guy out in your mind. Yeah, you try to. You're either pretending that's you. Or you're pretending he's not really there. Just trying to, it's a necessary evil to get the job done. Unless he's just got some huge monster snake there that's impossible to, to not see. And let's face it, you're not going to get your job done because <laughs> you're looking at that feeling very inadequate. You're, knowing that you're mesmerized. Exists. Yeah. Like you're like, it's more like the greatest show on earth kind of thing. It <laughs> turns into watching Ripley's Believe It or Not. <laughs> it's fucking hypnotic on your... Exactly. And you don't want to... And you forgot what you were there to do. Yeah, that fucking swinging dick in your face. It's just like, go to sleep. Go to sleep. Yeah, I couldn't... Yeah. I, I can't. Oh, my Jesus. I'm not really sure what porn is. Uh, I just want to throw that out there to oh, anybody no. who's listening to this show that uh, the reason we talk about porn is because we want people... To, to email us and let us know what porn is. I have Correct. no idea what porn is, but. Oh, and by the way, flip over to our After Dark section. Sure. Where, where we speak to nothing but porn stars. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> our upcoming guest, Chloe Amore. Right. <laughs> so, hey, you know, anyway, I, I would probably say at this point, uh, Zach, we've, we've done our fair share of rambling and bitching and moaning. Um, oh, I ain't even started, but yeah, you, I can yeah, save some for, for another next. episode. Yeah. You know, I think you should take this show out with a little ACDC. You think I should? I think you should do it. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to hit us up with a few, uh, a little bit of, uh, ACDC for everybody here. Maybe cut a few guitar solos in there because I'm going back to Angus and, uh, my little tribute to Angus, but.
if anybody anybody wants to have a comment on the show, they could hit us up on uh, www.thestatementshow.com, and we'll just you know just uh, tell us what you think, um, some guests you'd like to see, and we'll work our hardest to try to get you uh, what you want on the show. We'll do our best. You can't guarantee anything, but you know the show's definitely taken off. Yep. And uh, it, Terry, why don't you go ahead and give them our Twitter information? Yeah, definitely. That is at Statement Show. And also, um, to go back on this a little bit, Zach, uh, on the website across the top, you will always see in bright, bold yellow our next guest that we're going to have on. Um, anytime you see that, make sure you go to the contact section if you have a question, comment for us for that guest or for just for anything at all please send us an email let us know what you think uh you know like i say we're we're routinely trying to get guests um so make sure if you have a uh, an idea for a for a guest send it to us we're always trying to get the best uh, people that we possibly can like i say um give us a good shout out um follow us on twitter at statement show go to the website www.thestatementshow.com i think that's i think we've probably pretty much done our due diligence on um on, on uh, pimping ourselves out, right, Zach? Oh, I'm never done pimping myself out. <laughs> I'll grovel, you know, whatever it takes. Go, please, go to our website, please. check, uh, support the show, audible.com. You know, get a get a free audiobook out of us. Uh, definitely use us. Use our yeah. promo code. Get out there. Um, listen to a, a good audiobook. I, I just got one myself, you know. Um, but anyway, I think we've rambled on enough, like you said. So we'll, we'll let you go. And, uh, there's good things to come. Yeah, I think it's time to turn the lights out on another episode. That's right. And is this regular chocolate? Uh, not really. Not exactly. <laughs>